I'm Tanner. And I'm Erica. And this podcast is about nothing in particular. But it's also about everything going on in our lives. We have a guest here tonight on the May December podcast. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Nora, and I'm 10 years old. She is the caboose to our train. Rick. That's right. She, <laughs> <laughs> she is the youngest, and we thought it would be fun to have each one of the kids on separately. Never thought our, the youngest would go first, but here we are. Here we are, and <laughs> she has some great stories to tell. Well, I need to start this story off, because Nora and I have been working closely the last three days. Let me set the scene for you. It's spring break for Nora, and it's not spring break for the other kids for our older kids who would usually, you know, watch her while we're at work if she doesn't come down to work with us, you know. Yeah. And so they're at school and Nora is on spring break. So for the past several days, Nora has been coming to work with us. Mm-hmm. And it's been a blast. She loves to be around the kitty that's there at the shop. Um, <clears throat> we moved our cat, Dee Dee, into the shop. And so Nora has had some cat responsibilities while she's there, but she's also become a master ringer-outer. On the register. Yes. Girlfriend learns quick. Yeah, probably knows more than I do because I don't do that very often. (laughs) Yeah, your dad, he really doesn't. But one thing that I thought was particularly funny were her comments when we would have what we call like licky-loos come in the shop and just kind of do... A three-minute, you know, tour. A looky-loo is someone who comes into the store. They typically don't say much or ask any questions. They're probably then, a competitor. No? <laughs> maybe. They have been in the past. We have yeah. We haven't recognized them before. They didn't know that we knew that's what they looked like. Uh-huh. They're kind of like just looking at prices and stuff. Yeah, trying to see what we're doing. So a looky-loo would come and take a lap and then just leave. They typically don't say anything. Yeah. So what's your observation about looky-loos? Let's hear about this. So... I don't know, like, if you're going to get in your car, you're going to drive there. And then you're going to walk in and not get anything. But there's one thing in there, plants. If you know what's in there already, then why wouldn't you get any of it? Right? So I've, you, I've been thinking this, too. So you're at the register, and you're wondering why people are coming in and just leaving without getting anything. When they knew the entire time that there were only plants in there. It's not like they could buy different things. Yeah. I just don't understand it. You couldn't, you couldn't figure it out, huh? <laughs> she told us a story the other night, and we were just dying laughing on the I ground. I had never thought of it like this. Yeah. But she's so right. And now I want to, the next person, I want to be like a reporter outside with the microphone going, excuse me, ma'am, why didn't you buy anything? We do, we <laughs> do wonder sometimes. Like, you know, those situations happen every week, several times a week, where and someone just comes in. They've got time to kill. They're yeah. not looking to have to carry something out. Like they're going somewhere else. So or they they're can't... just curious about what's inside. Yeah, because our store doesn't have the name plants anywhere outside. So, But it is a really good point. And Nora's so smart to point that out because I had never really thought of it before. I just always think, oh, well, they were just window shopping. You know, that's the term. Yeah. Um. But she's right. If you got in your car and drove down here and you knew we have one thing in this store, which is plants, (laughs) why are you not walking out with a plant? (laughs) That is a pretty good observation. I love a good I love a good observation myself. Yeah. Well, I've observed that Nora is really enjoying softball. 
Yeah, first year of softball. But she doesn't look like a first year girl out there. No, she's picked it up very quickly, and that's been fun. It's uh, she does, hasn't been able to be in a lot of extracurricular activities. I know we've mentioned this on previous episodes, but uh, maybe one of the last ones actually. Yeah, last one or two, uh, where we talked about going to her softball practice. Yes. So, what are you liking about softball, Nora? Or are you? Are we way off the mark? Do you hate no, it? I do <laughs> like it. But I like, like, being with my friends and being able to, like, learn this new thing with them. Yeah. So you've got some friends from... School. Your yes. school. And they're playing as well. Mm-hmm. How many friends do you have on the team? Like, three or four. Three or four, and you're learning softball for the first time. What do you think is the yep. hardest thing about softball? You'll all be friends by the end of the season. The whole team. <laughs> the whole team. Yeah. So what's the hardest so far? Um... I think probably batting is, like, the hardest thing because it's just so hard to do it right. Yeah, batting is a really hard thing. You know, something that made me... She's got the steps down really well. Yeah, she's starting to get it down really nice and nice and smooth. Got to build up some strength. Maybe some some confidence. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about... um, you saying it's, you know, hitting is really hard. Hitting a baseball is really hard. Hitting a softball is really hard. And I've noticed also that you can be really hard on yourself. Just naturally. Not just in softball, but in anything, really. If it's not going good or if you're not picking it up so quick. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. She gets pretty hot or hard on herself That's really quickly. Weird. Even if it's a, a brand new skill, something she's never done before. Wonder where she gets that attribute. Yeah. So... <laughs> Because I have that same attribute, I do feel like I should be able to pick up things pretty quickly. And I guess you feel the same way for some reason. I don't know why we think that. I don't know, because y'all don't. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, you do. I mean, you have a lot of skills and a lot of talent. So maybe that's why, because you've been like, well, I've tried these hundred things in the past, so I've got to be pretty okay at whatever the next hundred things are. I should be able to figure it out. I feel like I'm... An average human and the average person should be able to figure it out. But I had to explain to you that hitting a round object with a round object is the hardest thing that can be done in sports. Why didn't they make bats like cubes, like rectangles? I guess it was too easy. Gosh, I want to start a new game. So not only are you hitting a round object, a ball, with a, I guess it's a cylinder, cylindrical object. Uh, but two round objects, basically, hitting one with the other, they can also, the ball changes speed. So it can come as fast as less than the blink of an eye, or it can come, you know, 15 miles slower than that. Depends on if Maya's pitching or not. It can rise up. It can go down. It can go not back and forth. Not at her level. Don't no, scare her. <laughs> but I'm just saying, no, yeah, not at your level. But I'm saying, sometimes you have to step back, come back down to reality and say, you know. This is a challenge. Even though you have a lot of natural skills and ability, you're doing the hardest thing in sports. Mm -hmm. Hitting a softball Mm -hmm. with a bat at any speed. Have you been hit with the ball yet? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On what? Um, It was like on my shoulder. Did you cry? No. Who hit you? Was it the coach? 
No, it was Lincoln. Oh, oh. I was going to say, I'm going to give him a knuckle sandwich. Her, no, bro- just her brother at her mom's <laughs> house. Was it a real softball or like a play one? Mm-hmm. Oh, a real one? <laughs> First game is on Monday. Mm-hmm. Tell us what how you're feeling about that. Um, I'm nervous. What are you nervous about? Because, I don't know, I probably don't even know how to play. The logistics of the whole game, like the rules, all of that is new and kind of confusing. And there are a lot of rules. And first of all, they haven't even had a complete practice. No. Where every teammate is there. This is 10U, by the way. Yeah. So a lot of the kids would have it together if it was like a higher competition type thing. Yeah, but this is just a rec team. This is rec team. Um, Last priority. I think maybe four of the kids, maybe about Almost half the team, this is the first time they've ever played. It's like their first year, just like Nora. Perfect. And then the others, maybe they've been playing for a year or two at most. But Nora doesn't look like a new player out there, I hear. No, I was pretty impressed. Uh, She catches really well. She throws really well. Maya came in and said, she throws hard. Yeah, she throws really well. Go, Nora. Yeah. Were you so excited when Nora was showing left-handedness? You know... I've always enjoyed watching softball. The dynamics of the game are a lot, sometimes more interesting than baseball, just because it's way faster, mm-hmm. shorter. Everything has to be done very quickly. You know, sometimes in baseball, for example, the batter will hit it to the ground, the, the shortstop, mm-hmm. and you notice an MLB person's arm strength is so, they're so strong. And so accurate, they'll wait a couple seconds. Yeah, it's just they'll like, take a couple pick of shuffles, up, take a couple steps, meander, and then laser beam it over there for the out, which is fantastic. It takes a ton of skill. I know, I understand. But in softball, there's no time for that. No, why is they, that? Is it smaller? Because it's so short. You mean the actual distance, the running? Yes. The oh, I didn't realize it was different. Thirty feet shorter or something. Oh wow! No, it's. Significantly, because I remember Maya playing third or short. Remember, for a while, she was the only one that could get it over to first. I'm not. Re- I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I think I think it's sixty feet in. And it was league. quick. It was charge it and yes, throw it. Yes, you're always everything Immediate. is so fast. I didn't realize that. Yes, uh, and on the other end of that as well, hitting is also much different because you have bunting is way more of a thing in the MLB. Your team might bunt a handful of times in an entire 182 game season. You know what a bunt is, Nora? Yeah. I'm not talking I had about it. Oh, I had her watch some videos. Of course you did. I was going to say, I'm not talking about nothing bunt cake. <laughs> <laughs> in softball, you bunt multiple times a game. There are people who almost exclusively bunt or slap. And that's their thing. And that's their whole thing. Because if you're left handed, you can start to run. You've got an advantage. You can start to run, hit the ball while you're in your like your first step of running. And then a really good, so that's called like slap bunting. Mm-hmm. So a really good slap bunter, as long as they're making contact. They're halfway down the and it's in And it's in fair play. Uh-huh. I mean, they're going to get on because they're so fast. Yeah. They have such an advantage. And it doesn't matter if it goes right to the third baseman. They can't. They just don't have enough time. So it's always been really interesting to me. And I love the thought of being able to train a slap bunter. But, of course, they need to be left-handed. Slap bunting is only done as a left-handed batter in Looks softball. Looks like you've got a job. It's called the slap bunter. 
So but, come here, let me uh, slap you real quick. Get you initiated. <laughs> it's, a, it's a slap hit, by the way. It's not a bunt. Or slap hit. But Sorry. <laughs> I never wanted to force her to do anything. I didn't want her just because I really enjoyed but softball. But then when she or... came out left-handed, you were like, well. I was like, wow, man. This, this is, is a god kiss right this here. This could be amazing, yeah. <laughs> and, but I just never forced her into playing softball or anything. And uh, this is the first time you've actually showed interest. Before, you always said you didn't want to play softball. You told me several times, lots of times you didn't want to play softball. But this is the first year, so we're seeing it. Were you just tired of, like, watching it and stuff because Maya played so much? Um, yeah, kind of. I remember Maya used to be like, I think you should play softball. You should play softball. <laughs> Maya, who is Nora's oldest stepsister, uh, played softball for 10 long years. Long time. Yeah. 10, 11 years, all the way till her sophomore year of high school, mm-hmm. junior year, mm-hmm. uh, before she quit playing. Mm-hmm. You know, the competition gets a lot, a lot. It just keeps on building and building and building, especially when you're in a large school. Mm-hmm. And um, she had other priorities, like making money. Or she says, chasing, chasing that bag. Chasing that bag. She's chasing that bag. That's her hobby. Do you feel like hobby. Maya works a lot, Nora? Yeah. She's gone babysitting a lot or pet sitting or whatever. Do you feel like we work a lot? Yeah. Uh. We work like every day. <laughs> we work... <clears throat> From today, we worked from about 8 to like 5. That's a normal day, right? Uh, Yeah, that's pretty normal, but not really. I mean, if you're talking about physically doing the work like we showed up to where we were supposed to be and start working, yes, 8 to 5. But we work as soon as our eyes open. We're answering questions. Somebody on the clock. decided to punk me. It was 6 o'clock we were supposed to be up this morning. You're going to like this story, Nora. And your dad sets it to 5.45, robbing me of those precious last 15 minutes. And don't we all know how precious those last 15 minutes are? They can really make a huge difference. Huge. Remember that one day I had set the alarm a little bit early and I said, let me set it for 10 minutes. We'll just take a quick little 10 minute or we're going to wake up. We're going to feel great. And we both were able to do we it. We did. Yeah. Here's what happened. I asked you what time we should get up before you went to sleep. And you never answered me. You were busy doing something else. Working, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you went to sleep. So you just put And then safe. I was like, well. You were like, well, if she wants to straighten her hair, it's going to be 545. She's not straightening her hair at 6. So I'm going to, just in case she needs me to straighten her hair, we'll make it 545. Yeah, I just wanted to play it safe. Uh, So 545 it was, but that was definitely the wrong answer I found out. (laughs) And uh, luckily, Erica's alarm, nicknamed Ham Time, (laughs) woke us up at 6 o'clock. Tell us the Ham Time. I've got some explaining to do. Yeah, explain the Ham Time. So typically, we don't set an alarm in the mornings because the shop opens at 11. So we're going to wake up in time to get there, right? During the week. Weekends, we open a little bit earlier, but it's very unusual that I set an alarm unless we're taking her to school or something out of the ordinary. So the last time I set my alarm, you know how you can name the alarm? Mm -hmm. I named it ham time because it was like I was cooking a ham. Yeah. So this had to have been Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
So that was months ago. <laughs> yeah, that was like three months ago. So I set it to ham time just so that I would know when it went off that it was ham time. <laughs> I'm guessing ham time originally wasn't 6 a.m. No, no, no. I <laughs> It's called that and that stays at that name, but you can change the time to yeah, whatever. Yeah, So Tanner's like, what is this? Ham time when he saw me because we were kind of snuggled up in bed and I picked up my phone to turn it off and your dad was like, what is this? And little did he know <laughs> that I had the perfect answer. It's ham time. <laughs> so what happens on the ham time? Um, That's pretty much setting my intention for the day. Saying I can be a ham all day. There you go. And was I? So she says, Erica rolls over, dead serious, as if it's her job. She just got, like, a email from her boss. <laughs> and it said, well, I guess I've got to be a ham today. That's what she says at 6 in the morning. Because we both saw the phone that said ham time. So I knew you were going to be like, what is that about? <laughs> So what are you most what else are you uh most uh, nervous about for the game on Monday? Um, that's just uh that's tomorrow. No, no tomorrow. That's Sunday. two days. That's two days away. <sighs> don't need to scare me. Sorry. Um uh, I don't know. I think it's just mainly that I'm scared that I'm not gonna know how to play and like do something completely wrong and <laughs> You can ask me any of the questions that you need. I, but um I would say just know that pretty much everybody's going to screw up. That's the whole... Here's what I'll tell you. At 10U, Rec League, the whole thing is a screw up. It's like a... Tell me they don't have pitchers. They do. Oh, nobody's going to hit anything. Here's what it is. It's... um, (laughs) So the pitcher gets like until it's a full count or or three balls, four balls. Oh, and then the coach steps in. And then the coach gets to finish out the count. So let's say you have zero strikes. The coach gets three pitches. One strike, two pitches, oh, okay. two strikes, one pitch. And um, they then they can head off the, okay. the coach. So it's it's starting to... It's their like, own coach, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your own coach comes out to pitch. <laughs> that would be funny. The other coach goes out there... <laughs> Hits you with the ball. <laughs> throwing some heaters at you. He's like some college well, underhand pitcher. I wanted to be pitcher. clear for her. <laughs> that would be funny, though. <laughs> yeah, it's your own coach, and they'll come out and pitch to you. Uh, but you haven't hit off your new coach yet. Because your old coach... Oh, gosh, the, I'm scared. Also, that's another reason I'm scared. Our <laughs> new coach, I've never met her. Well, actually, I did, but... You didn't really get to talk to her or anything? Nora's coach that started out the season has to quit because of a scheduling conflict. So the last practice that we were at, which is the second to last practice before the game, says he won't be able to continue the season. Right. So another parent had to volunteer... Um. And I guess we don't really know what kind of a coach she is, so I guess you're nervous about that. Does she sound mean or something? Yeah. Because she's looking like she's scared. <laughs> she she was a little bit intense. Nora told me who she was when we heard who was volunteering. Oh, because you've been to the practices. Yeah, and she was just one of the parents that was more vocal. You know, had played in the past, so she had, a, oh. she had an opinion, you know. Yeah. So, and that's just kind of, I think that's kind of the crowd. Um, right. You know, where she's playing softball as yeah. well. Kind of a more of like a farm town. It's more of a they're kind of more rough, a little you know? more abrasive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rough and tumbly. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it can be. What are you? What are you most excited about for the game, though? Um. What are you most looking forward to? The snack. 
No. <laughs> uh, that was my head. Dugout time is fun. <laughs> the time you have in the dugout with your friends, cutting up, laughing, cheering on your friends. Those are fun times. Yeah. I'm excited to be with my friends and play with them. Do you know any softball cheers? Nope. Are you going to learn some? Maya does. Mm, don't know about that. You know what kind of cheers I'm talking about whenever they're up to bat. They have cheers when they're... They don't have cheers when they're in the field. It's only when they're in the uh, yeah. batting, right? Offense. Right. I never... Yeah, Maya's... Oh, gosh. Yeah. There are so many cheers. That's the whole... That's like... That's that's softball, man. They're out there cheering. Then they all know the same ones. Mm-hmm. Who makes up the new ones? I don't because know. Because they were different when I was in high school and I would go to watch them play. Probably someone on TikTok. <laughs> They've been making up softball cheer since... <laughs> 1990. <laughs> hey, today at this show we were at, it was even more proof that we need boomer talk. Man, it was... So many boomers. A garden show is going to have, like, a lot of retired people. Mm-hmm. A lot of really nice people. Yeah. But boomer central, man. Boomer central. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. I saw the double finger uh, zoom action going on Trying multiple times. to make it... 10 foot by 12 foot. I, I was watching, some guy was taking a picture of our booth. He was standing out there, you know, and he's got, he's looking down his readers, basically. You know how it's like that. Hey, that's me, where though. They, where, they lean, where they lean back and they're trying I to do that. adjust their, their angle so they can see what's yes. in front of their face. So he's he's got his phone out, landscape, oh, okay. of course. You mm-hmm. have to go landscape. Yeah. You know, for the, no Facebook, choice. For the Facebook post. Yeah. And, and he keeps zooming. He's in the hallway, though. So at this point maximum maximum 15 feet away from the front of our booth. oh he was far and he I, no i mean for zooming that far oh away 15 feet away from our booth he, he was just in the hallway <clears throat> and uh, yeah so he was that's less than was, 15 feet okay. that's why i said max maximum 15 feet but he keeps zooming <gasps> he keeps doing the little pinching you know or i don't know what you'd call that backwards pinching the opposite <laughs> trying of trying to open the screen like make it zoom in yeah he's trying to do that motion that makes you zoom in over and over and over again and i'm like what are you zooming in on maybe, and then i thought well maybe he's shopping for someone from his camera oh it, like there's a little bit of a crowd maybe he didn't want to walk in he's oh, like oh i wonder what we've got yeah. over here yeah that's funny or maybe he was just taking a really zoomed in picture Trying to scope out the prices. Usually if someone's taking a picture of our the outside of our shop or our booth, it's because they know someone from Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> How Every, many times did you hear that today? Everybody knows somebody from Oregon. And or, then uh famous in Oregon. They kept saying <laughs> they kept like a shape. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. does. Then they kept saying, um uh I have a I have a friend in Oregon was number one, like you were saying. And then the next thing that they would say is, well, I've never been to Oregon. I've never been to Oregon. <laughs> I asked this lady if she had been to our shop and she said, well, I don't get out to Oregon very often. Because <laughs> our store is called Famous in Oregon. But under the new logo, it does say Prosper Texas to yeah. avoid that confusion. I love it, by the way. Yeah, I do. I it was like so it easy too. to go. Prosper, yeah. You know, instead of have you been to our store? Yeah. Hey, that was way better today too. Yeah. Instead of we did a vendor event today, so instead of our my usual line, 
before we had the store of "Are you a plant lady?" Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's this been is replaced great. with. Have you been to our store? Yeah. And you just sound so much more legit. Way more legit. Instead of, are you a plant lady? Are you a plant lady? (laughs) Do you remember when we would do those markets? You always had fun though, right? Yeah. You always had fun at the markets? Mm Mm-hmm. Had fun eating us at a house and home. (laughs) Market food. Seriously. It's all, you know, specialty. They didn't do anything like that at those markets. Like today they had like a little receiving room where they had like food and drinks and snacks for us. Even like cheese. They would even walk around and serve them to us. Yes. If we couldn't leave, which was so nice. Really nice. Where, what other event have we ever done where A, they have anything for us and B, they're going to walk around and serve it. Whoever's scheduling those things because they were like regular intervals. Yeah, they had a whole schedule. Yeah, they had a, a, another guy walking around with the menu for the restaurant with all the prices. A big menu board. He just walked up and down the hallways. Yeah. Showing people what was available. That's why I ordered, because I saw it. Yeah. It wasn't and that good. And then there were a couple of ladies that would go around with a tray and a bunch of waters, handing them out to the vendors. Hey, you need a snack? That's yeah. Great. You could have gotten all the snacks you ever wanted. I'm coming with you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Are you really? When we leaving. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's go. She's there. She needs a snack. <laughs> we're going to leave tomorrow probably around 8. Okay. Yeah. We got to go to the shop, and then we're going to go there. Can we have to restock. Can you hey. me wake up like I'm going to school? No, that's me? 5. <laughs> that's way earlier. <laughs> hey, uh, while we have this on record, what time should I set the alarm for? <laughs> 626. 626. Wow. I wonder if it'll be ham time tomorrow. <laughs> that's 645. <laughs> that's, six, that's 6 o'clock. Uh, I mean, 6 o'clock. Six you o'clock, were 545. 6 o'clock ham time. <laughs> it'll be ham time. Yeah. <laughs> Promise. Well, Nora, I hope you have uh, a really good first experience on Monday. Here's Here's what I would say. Here's what I will say. Here's what I'm saying. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for the three different ways of promoting what you're about to say. (laughs) I wouldn't wouldn't call it a promotion. (laughs) You have to watch the ball the entire way. You have to be so obsessive about it. You have to like over embellish that aspect of watching that yellow ball. See it as food. Got it. Okay. (laughs) And then you have to swing as hard as you can. A lot of kids are scared to swing because, like, they're scared to swing hard because they're going to swing, they're going to miss, and they feel like they're going to look silly. Weird. And I tried so hard, and I just, I missed, you know? I'm not and really so, scared to hit it hard. Good. Instead, they just swing, like, halfway because then it doesn't look as bad if they miss. Because you know? then they weren't trying that hard to begin with. They yeah. didn't really want to hit it, I yeah. guess. I How oh. dumb is that? <laughs> you, thought I, you thought I was actually trying? No. <laughs> Couldn't you tell? Maya by, would do that. By my limp noodle arm swing. <laughs> she would have the hardest swing ever. In practice. At home, hitting it over the wall, gets there, turns into a little tiny mouse. Yeah, maybe we'll have to talk with her about that on the uh, on the episode. On, yeah. On episode. Okay, so you gotta you gotta look at the ball the entire time, just Easy. the entire time. Yeah, you hit it. You just swing as hard as you can. So if you're looking at the ball and you're 
and you're swinging as hard as you can, good things are going to happen. Okay, that's about as basic as it gets. Mm-hmm. Maybe I won't look at his food, so then I won't hit it. You don't want it to go away from you. Yeah, I'll just I'll see it as something else. Act like it's a something chasing you or something. Oh gosh. Okay. Like a pinata. And then you know already to run first, second, third, home. Like you know all those, right? I saw you. You know when after you hit the ball, you go you to run first base. To the right. Don't be running to the left like Lily did. Yeah. You you run you run the same side that you're batting on. I was so scared. No. I was scared to like run and touch my foot on there because it was hard to me. You thought oh, you were base. Pretty, you yeah. were gonna like do it wrong. Hit it and yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the base should should be pretty easy. But you gotta watch your coach too. Because they might tell you to go extra bases. They're gonna tell you to, you know, either go to second or go to third. Because they're know. gonna be the girls on the field are gonna be throwing it to each other to try, yeah. try to get you out. And there's gonna be a lot of and errors. they're gonna be missing them all. So and that... so the coach is gonna be telling you to go or stop. And so you got to be watching them the whole time. To know. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to run to a base. They're going to throw the ball. And it's going to like, you, you know, a couple of you are going to like run into each other. And they're, someone's going to drop the ball. And the coach is going to be yelling at you to hurry, hurry, hurry. But you're too invested in what happened with you bumping into the girl. I've seen this a million mm-hmm. times. <laughs> and the whole time the coach and all the parents are jumping up and down, run, 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 because the ball is off in Timbuktu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're just worried about the person you ran into at second base. Mm-hmm. And you could have been home four times by now. Anyway. Yeah, Maya, she slid into home that one time, got the hurt, run. Hurt the girl. Hurt the girl and was crying with the girl. And this was like in eighth grade. <laughs> I'm like, honey, child. But she felt bad for yes. hurting the girl. Okay, so watching the ball, swinging really hard. Watching your coaches. Here's is going to be another really important one. We're on defense. Now let's talk about defense. It's going to be really boring. Defense is not when you're batting. It's well, you basically, it's all going to be boring because it, even because the rest of the time you're waiting to bat. No, no, no. Well, because then you get to cheer your friends on. That's what the other thing that I was going to talk about that also really stinks as a coach is when nobody cheers. Nobody's all, none of the kids are involved in the game because they're too young. The attention spans are mm-hmm. everywhere. They don't they're know what's that, happening. Yeah, yeah. They're not that involved. So, on defense, it's going to be boring. You might never touch the ball, especially if they have you in outfield. Um, but you have to just be so, you have to be so, you have to be really concentrated. And because, still again, watching. at that age, because, yeah, it's so easy to tune out and just be bored because the ball's not coming to you. But you have to be invested in the game. You have to be watching the game. You can't be off in la-la land. Okay. And when you're in the dugout, you got to cheer your friends on everything that they do. Okay, well, I'll try my hardest. Yeah, that's yeah, all we can I do. Got... Just expect some mistakes. It's just a learning <laughs> and thing. And that's okay. We all That's how we all learn. If it wasn't for big mistakes, we wouldn't learn big things. So don't get too down on yourself if that happens. Okay. Because what were you going to say? I was going <laughs> to say because you know, you know. You have another game next week. Oh, yeah. So no matter what happens, you get to try again. That's right. So good luck on Monday. We'll be there. I think I'm getting a sign made. I'm getting a fat head made of you. Um, anyways. Yeah, I ordered the sign. I think there's a flyby airplane. Oh, going just on. some little. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to film it. You know, I got a new camera lens. Um, 
Maybe you could wear your Nora socks.、Oh. Maybe I will. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Maybe we need to go to Uncle Becca and get a Nora hat. Oh, that is a great idea. Yes, it is. Nora's dad. <laughs> if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe for more. Also, if you want to get a look at some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, follow us on Instagram at the May December Podcast.